Welcome to Detox to Rehab's True Stories of Addiction podcast series. Today's guest is James as he shares his story of recovery. I needed to stop. I had a list of reasons why I should stop. And there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding about addiction and alcoholism being a a disease. From what I understand, I was born with the predisposition of becoming an alcoholic and a drug addict. Yes, I chose to do those drugs, but I never chose to uh, go to prison. I never chose to steal from my loved ones. I never chose to be homeless. I never chose to turn my back on my family, my children, and the world. Drugs do that for me. They take over my thinking. They take over my feelings. They take over my mind. I become a slave to that. I found myself caught up in the judicial system. I was offered detox, and I accepted it because I had tried various ways uh, with all my heart, with all my mind, with everything I knew possible to stop, but I just couldn't. And in this detox, I was given an opportunity to go to a meeting for the very first time, and that's where I heard the message of hope, that I didn't have to live this way, that there was another way. Now, the 12 steps are hard to swallow when you're fresh and you're not thinking straight. And the fellowship allowed me to learn to find out who I was. It was up to me, basically, to become responsible for my own recovery. And how that plays out is uh, I go to meetings, I, I work the steps with a sponsor, I am of service, I, go to, I, I work with others. I have hold service commitments, and I join committees uh, to put together events for us, alcoholics and drug addicts. I pray and I meditate on a daily basis, and all those things uh, spell out recovery for me. Now, in the beginning, I didn't do that, and so I paid the price. I continued to get high. I continued to drink. I continued to hurt my loved ones. Finally, one day, I just couldn't do it anymore, and I reached out for help. I found that help in another member of a 12-step program. He had been a man who I'd met some years prior, and uh, he had about four years of sobriety at the time. And I literally grabbed him by the shoulders and shook him, asking him please, to, to please take me through these steps. It worked because I did it. It didn't matter how I felt about it. What mattered is that I did it. And that's what matters, right, if I do it. If I don't, then I don't get to reap the benefits of the program of recovery with the 12 steps. Whatever I put into it is what I get out. You know, what happens is you stop doing that, it's like medicine, right? If you have a disease, you take medicine or you go see a doctor, it's like meetings and steps and all that is like my medicine and my doctor. And if I stop doing that, I get sick again. I relapsed, uh, but I made it back. And I'm grateful that I made it back because this time there's not a day that goes by that I'm grateful for my recovery. I'm grateful to be free from the prison of my mind in that diseased thought that I just need one more. Who do I have to rob, steal, cheat, lie, manipulate to to get just one more? And it's all because I work the steps and I have a sponsor and I do what's suggested of me. And then I get to give that back to the next man. You know, I want to talk about my first spiritual experience. And uh, the only way I could explain it at the time was that I never feel okay. I never feel just all right. My solution was to that was just one more. To believe 
and to turn my will and my life over to a power greater than myself is something that uh, I came in here with a lot of uh, prejudice and, and hatred uh, because of what I saw and experienced in my, my growing up. It came in the form of the program, the fellowship, uh, the spirit, uh, the community of recovery. I, was, I, I became connected to that because I showed up, because I participated, because I, I became a part of. You know, the disease always um, convinced me that I was not a part of it. And the truth is, I'm just like everyone else in the program. It didn't matter what I thought about it. If I just did it, it works. And when I did it, I had a great experience. My grand sponsor has 26 years of sobriety. And uh, he's a very, very wise man, very well loved, very well respected. And I, and I listen to people like that, who, those who came before me. What he says and what makes great sense to me is that a bottom is where you stop digging. And when you finally start doing something about your situation to get out of that hole that you've been digging. I've reached bottom many times and I told myself I can't do this. But I didn't know what to do about it until I came to the rooms. Now whether you're a, a person on skid row you know, pushing a, a, a shopping cart and you're tired and you just tell yourself, I can't do this anymore. That's that man's bottom. And it doesn't matter where you come from or how much money you have or who your parents are or what you got going for you. If you just can't stop, if you can't control the amount you take when you start, no matter how much you want to stop, I mean, you might be alcoholic. And what I've learned from the work, working these steps is that if you are an alcoholic, you may be suffering from an illness which only a spiritual experience can conquer. And that's what the steps do for me. I've had an experience. And it's my job to give it away. Thank you for listening. Please join us next week as we share more true stories of addiction.